Last week, I said we were going to talk about love, sex, and psychedelics, and we only got into the love and psychedelic side of things with our guest. If you didn't listen to that, I would highly recommend you do that. Today, we are going to be talking about love, sex, and psychedelics. Uh, we're getting into it with probably, I would selfishly say, the most special guest that I have ever had on my podcast. It is my partner, my queen, the woman who I am now doing life with, and you guys get to meet her, as well as dive into our king and queen journey, our first psychedelic experience as a couple. What were the takeaways? What did we experience? What was sex like on the mushrooms, etc. So if you haven't already, please go ahead and subscribe because we have not only this conversation, but several more related to relationships, masculinity, plant medicine that we are going to be rolling out here in the future episodes. So make sure you subscribe. Without further ado, let's dive into the king and queen journey with my life partner. Men, we are not simple, chest-thumping, rock-smashing, fire-starting barbarians. We have depth. We intensely feel. We are scared, yet brave. We love to have fun. We're imperfect and make mistakes. We're compassionate and loving. We are multifaceted. Let's explore the reality of masculinity together. Today's actually a really special, special day for me. If you guys have followed me at all for any period of time, you know the journey that I've been on, going through a divorce, going through understanding the grief of it, really having my life, my God, my everything turned upside down. But what you haven't known, unless you maybe follow me on social media, is there's somebody really special that's come into my life. And um, it's kind of cheesy to say, but also true. Like I've, I've found my life partner. I've found my queen. Um, she's become an intricate part of my life and my story and my healing and, and all of that. Um, she's got two beautiful girls. And I mean, one of many things that attracted me to her was that she's done a whole lot of interpersonal work herself. So it's just amazing to be in a relationship where both of us have done a lot of work and we like to call it, well, I like to say that uh, she's my matching fireplace. Although, what's the official? Twin Flame. Ah, okay. Twin Flame is the official. So um, we met a little over a year ago and hit it off, but we're, we're actually not going to be diving into our story today. If that's of interest, feel free to leave a review or shoot me an email if you want to hear the story. I'm sure we'll get into it. Um, we really want to get into a couple aspects of something specifically that we did for the first time together. And I would say it was pretty um, intimate as well as revealing and challenging and all of that. But without further ado, I would like everyone to meet Kristen Waltrip or Waltrip or as I like to call her, my badass queen. Thank you, love. I'm happy to be here today and excited to dive into our journey and share with others yeah yeah it's um so specifically like i said what we're going to be diving into today is around our what you named and i loved our king and queen journey and it's a hero's journey those of you that don't know a hero's journey in psychedelics is where you take anywhere from three to five grams traditionally some folks like to climb the ladder a little higher but but um and and so a big part of our relationship is, you know, I always call her my queen and she calls me her king. And so it was 
because it was the first time of us doing it together and the first time for you, right? As far as going that deep, yeah. Going that deep. Um, really kind of what our experiences were and some of the takeaways and just kind of invite people into both our relationship, but more specifically this time for today's podcast around the the journey that we took together and, and what that kind of looked like. Um, and, and really, I think one of the things that I, I want to talk about is how it's impacted our relationship because to oversimplify it, we'll get into it, but I feel like it's we've grown closer and we've gotten deeper because we worked through what we worked through in that process. Is that fair to say? Oh, absolutely. Yes. So I guess my first question to you, baby, is um, like going, we had talked about it for what, a month or two? Yeah, about, I mean, it had been something that we talked about from the beginning, like eventually doing. And then uh, I would say about a month or so ahead of time, we really planned it though. Yeah. We're like, okay, we're going to do this on this date and it's on the calendar and it's going to happen. Yeah. Because. I'm someone who doesn't necessarily hold back. Is that fair to say? <laughs> yeah, that's fair to say. Uh, so when we first started dating, it was like, hey, I microdose psychedelics and plant medicine is an intricate part of my own healing journey. Essentially, kind of like, hey, if you're not okay with that, this isn't going to work. Yeah. And I, I, I think I did that with a couple different things of just like almost inadvertently, like not trying to scare you away, but at the same time, like I... And I think you were at the same place of, well, I'm not going to waste time in the yeah. dating scene or like pretending like we're together, but we've got these hidden things. It just, so we just kind of laid it out there. And then mm-hmm. as we laid it out, it was like, Ooh, holy shit. Oh, I really like this girl. Oh damn. I love this girl, you know? Yeah. So we've talked about plant medicine for a long time, yes. but as far as like us doing that journey, I guess it was a couple months ago. Um, from from kind of you committing to doing it to the moment before we kind of did the ceremony to to kick things off like how did you feel going into it what were some of your thoughts going into it mostly i was nervous honestly uh nervous i had well the day of like before we did it i had a lot of body tension i was definitely like overthinking it um you know like just trying to control a lot of like what the outcome might be and um but you know i i went back and forth like the whole month before it was like there were some times where i was like oh i'm so excited to do it and then other times i was like really scared to do it Mm -hmm. um the day of though i was i was pretty nervous and and why do you think that was just my need for control Mm -hmm. i think it's something that i still as much work as i've done i'm still that's still a piece of me that I have to work on um constantly and so that definitely came up yeah 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 Yeah, that's fair I think there's there's need for control if I would add to that it was also the first time so just just you're stepping into an unknown I think anytime you do that in any way shape or form Mm -hmm. there there's nerves there's a little anxiety anticipation of the end you know not what you're getting not knowing what you're getting into and stuff like that so I think I think it was probably both for sure. For me, I was coming into it really with more excitement than anything, just because, and and we'll actually get into how this uh, uh, impacted the experience. But 
because plant medicine is such a big part of my own personal journey and my passion. You know, I do psychedelic integration coaching. I speak on plant medicine and, and so it was like, yes, my, you know, I, I never wanted to pressure you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you did good on that. Um, it was just kind of like, Hey, I'm passionate about this. I would love to do it together, but if you never do, I'm okay with that. It was mm -hmm. kind of the position I took. Mm -hmm. And so then when she came to me, it was like, Hey babe, I think it's time to like schedule and I'm be open to it. I'm like, fuck yes, let's do this. You yes. Know. You're way more excited probably than me. Um, so I, I was going into it more, not necessarily, and just anticipation of what it would be like to do together because both from people that I've talked to as well as from clients I've had, it it just brings things to the surface that we inadvertently suppress or fight to control. Um, and so because we have such a good relationship, I would I wanted to know like what was gonna be what was gonna come of it, you know? Yeah. Um and I, I think we'll get into, you know, as far as your body, like that was a big part of the discomfort like that carried into it. Um, but I think for anybody who's listening, one, I, there, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts too, but there's, I think there's a fine line between following your intuition in the sense of being willing to dive deeper with plant medicine in general and understanding that there is going to be, like I told her every time I do a journey, I'm nervous like every single time and because you are confronted with letting go of control of certain things because it's just you're it's there in front of you yeah. and um and so you face the shadow work and the inner demons and all of that but then the other side of it you know I've experienced the the payoff of it so it's almost like working out at the gym you don't want to but then once you do feel so good that you did yeah. um so there's that side of it but then also like for you before we before you decided um of just trusting your own intuition of like hey i'm not ready yet mm -hmm. hey i'm not ready yet yeah. but then there was a time where you're like okay i think i'm ready and i'm nervous and it's unknown etc yeah. is that fair to say yeah that's how it went down yeah okay all right um i guess what I would be curious to hear from you, and obviously we've had these conversations, but we're just diving right in for people that are listening to the podcast. And it's like both here she is, ta-da, and we're going to go deep in the sense of things that we're sharing. Um, what would you say were some of kind of the more significant moments that you had during our journey? One that really stands out to me um, and I kind of alluded to it before, but like I, in my recovery, my interpersonal work, um, a lot of the things that I've been working on are codependent behaviors, okay. um, yeah. that I picked up in childhood. And so there was that point during our journey where, um, even though before you had always said, like, like you just said about how, you know, you never wanted to pressure me into doing plant medicine. Yeah. Um, but then during our journey when I was like, well, I don't, I don't know that it's for me. You know, I don't, I don't think I want to do this ever again. You know, I'll probably just stick with yoga. Yeah. 
and you actually you were you were pretty bummed yeah and you needed some time and space by yourself you went upstairs for a while and and i i felt in that moment kind of felt rejected yeah and so during that time though i was really proud of myself because i took that time and instead of chasing you upstairs and trying to appease you or win you back or change what i said to you or yeah yeah those kind of things i actually just sat down here by myself and i worked on loving myself and um it was really just kind of a to me looking back on it just really showed me um how much work i have done in the past few years mm, of, yeah. of working on speaking my truth you know telling yeah. Even if it's hard for other people to hear, you know, telling people how I feel yeah. um, and not trying to please everybody and yeah. e including you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so even though it was hard for you to hear in that moment and I had to deal with that rejection, um, I'm really glad we experienced that. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was really significant just because. So it was. I, I wouldn't say that it was devastating for me to hear, but kind of like I alluded to on when you're in that journey space, you know, you're not able to really control or suppress mm -hmm. and pretend like something's okay when it's not, et cetera. And we've got these hammock swings and we were sitting out there and, um, and is fair to say like you were, you were kind of fighting. Yes. I was absolutely fighting. Okay. Fighting, going deep and, yeah. and feeling feeling all of it at that point when I said that. So it was, yeah. So, so what, when you said it, it was more of like a, almost a protective mechanism mm -hmm. fighting for control, mm -hmm. essentially screw this, <laughs> you know, I'll just stick to yoga type thing. Yeah. But for me, it hit this really deep place in me of like, ah, oh, and I want my queen to eat. And I told her, even if it was once every five years to, to just go deep with me and so to hear her say like, yeah, plant medicine's not my thing. Like, I'm just sticking to yoga. Like, ah, you know, it was a major blow. And so I went upstairs and took some time and, and laid there and, and then came to grips of like, okay, you know, I still love her. I still want her in my life. You know, all of, none of that is changing. And I had to work through that. Yeah. Um, and it was maybe 20 minutes that we were yeah. apart. I mean, it wasn't significant. Because then we did come back together and um, mm -hmm. and then once we came back together, like you had a pretty intense emotional release. Yes. Once you finally, because yeah. do you want to share about closing your eyes? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that part was also very significant. Um, I also kind of consider it was a, it was both a high and a low point, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you know, crying and releasing is like, it can be hard to do. Yeah. And, um, but ultimately it was needed, obviously, like I needed to, to let that out. So I guess that was, yeah, after that we had that, you had, we had our separate time and then we came back together and I remember I was laying outside, you were in the hammock swing, I was laying on the ground in my soft blanket and I, well, really quick prior to that we because i always like as part of my journeys to spend some time with like something over my eyes and listen mm -hmm. to music and to really let myself go deep mm -hmm. and so we 
you were open to that and we did it for a little bit and then you got up and were like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So, cause then that plays into like why, cause that was the first time that yeah. we tried closing our eyes I see. and then, so then time went on and then we were outside and then you were on the ground and then go ahead. Yeah. And I, I just remember I was still, I was feeling my discomfort from, I was actually very hungry for <laughs> most of the journey and my body was hurting and, um, so I was like, oh, I'm just, I really want food. You know, I want to eat and uh, I love food. That was the takeaway. <laughs> I was like, so I'm going to talk to some friends and be like, oh, you went deep with your 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 queen. And, you know, what was the big takeaway? It's like, oh, well, we realized she loves food. I want food. True, I food. <laughs> um, yeah. So I remember just like laying on the ground like, oh, I'm hungry. I want food. And then, um but we were also talking about, I remember talking about um, wanting to go deeper in business with you and yeah, just yeah. sharing our experiences like we are today. And we were having some good conversation as well. But then all of a sudden, I I just had this realization like, oh, wait, I know now why I didn't want to close my eyes upstairs and go super deep. And for me, it was because it brought me back to being on the um, the operating table when I had my cesarean with Ava. And I just remember remember feeling, I mean, I was just in a lot of pain. I was really out of it because of all the medications. I had just p- attempted to push her out for six hours. Like I was just, my Jeez. body was in pure exhaustion. And, um, but I felt like I was gonna die if I closed my eyes. So I was laying on the table like, I'm not gonna close my eyes, I'm not gonna close my mm-hmm. eyes because I didn't wanna die. That's what I felt like in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I guess that came back up in, in the journey that I was scared to close my eyes because I thought I might die. Yeah. So. And then when you shared that with me, there was a huge emotional release. Oh, I just started bawling. Yeah. Yeah. And you came and held me. And yeah. Comforted me. And I mean, it was beautiful. Yeah. And then, I mean, you're still physically uncomfortable, but I think that was kind of a, a turning point in the sense of just the journey itself because mm-hmm. um, you were understandably fighting that, you yeah. know, because a, a there was a part of you that felt like you were fighting for your life, you know, to if you went deep, that that belief system was still anchored in there based on the trauma that you'd experienced. Right. Yeah, and I didn't experience or I didn't expect my birth trauma to come up in this particular journey. Yeah, but it did. Yeah. 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 And to me, it was really significant that moment because I mean that was even though it was hard to see you crying and I mean I think it's like anything with vulnerability right it it can be scary it can be hard but it's also beautiful at its core and and so to me I I didn't know that it would be trauma from your labor Mm -hmm. that it would be but I just knew that there was going to be these things that would come up that would take us deeper and it's not that We've never cried in front of one, any, either one, either one yeah. of us, but I think it's fair to say you, you shed more tears and more intensely than you ever have with me. That was it. Yeah, that's correct. So, um, and it just felt like such an honor to be able to, to be there and hold space for you and, and to hold you during that time. And so, thank you for that. yeah, of course, babe. Um, so that was, to me, that was significant because of what it did for our relationship, as well as what it did for you personally, you know, as far as internally. Well, yeah, 
it was a huge physical release. And like you said, my, so my body was hurting a lot more before that. And yeah. It did physically relieve my body of some of that. I mean, I was still a little achy after that. Yeah. Um, it didn't fully go away, but it definitely relieved some of that body tension that I had. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would have to say another significant moment, which I didn't tell you that we were going to talk about, but, um, sex on mushrooms. Oh yeah. I put that. Oh, did you? Oh, some of your highlights. I would like to talk about that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well then we'll, we'll save that for, uh, we'll, we'll save the significant moments for some of the more, uh, intimate thing. I guess sex is about as intimate as you can get, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Never mind then. All right. Well, I guess on that note, what were some of your highlights? <laughs> well, um, so definitely want to touch on the, the sex and then, um, I just remember having this really overwhelming, immense feeling of gratitude mm, Yeah. for just my everyday life. Like being out of control and in a different reality in some senses, even though I wasn't like obviously totally out in another reality, but I, well, you I were, was in a you different- were, You saw the whole universe, but you, you yes, can get to that so in a second, but go ahead, sorry. Um, but yeah, I just remember having so much gratitude for like my kids and you and our day-to-day life and my work and you know just everything felt like oh i'm just i'm so excited to like hopefully live another day of my life you Mm, know yeah Um, so it's just very much gratitude uh came up a lot during the the journey um and then also so going back to when we were laying down though yeah and i did have my eyes closed for a very brief period of time there was a, a moment a it probably was only a couple minutes, but during that time, I, I, I did reparent myself mm, yeah. and comfort myself through some water trauma that I had when I was two, um, which has been something that you've been aware of for a while yeah. um, and that has definitely caused me anxiety with my, my own children um, around water. And it is something that I've wanted to work through and mm-hmm. I am working through. So I remember setting that intention ahead of the journey that that I would like to see if I could work on that during the journey. And so when we were laying in bed, we had this music playing that was kind of like, it sounded almost like water. Yeah. And so it just came to me right then when I was laying down, I was like, Oh, I I basically took myself back to being underwater when I was two and, you know, looking for my mom and uh, being scared and, and basically just comforting myself and saying, you're okay. Your mom's right there. Mm. You know, you're safe. You know, um, giving myself a, a lot of affirmations in that moment. And then what was cool though, is I switched roles. So I put my children in my position when I was two Okay. and I was the parent. So my mom, I was outside of the water saying, you're okay, honey. Like I've got mm. you, you're safe. And so that was a really, really cool moment. And I think after that, maybe that was another reason though. I was like, okay, my work is done. You know, <laughs> I don't need to close my eyes any longer. Like I, I did, my yeah. work is done here. Yeah, you, you popped up from the bed pretty quick. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> but I would say that was pretty significant because I, I feel like that was, it's, I definitely need to do more work on my water trauma. I don't think that was like a cure-all by any means, yeah. but uh, it definitely set me on this uh, greater path to, to working through that trauma. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then? And then what else? 
Oh, I'm just waiting to hear you talk about sex. That's oh. all. <laughs> okay. Sex on mushrooms. Oh, sex on mushrooms. Wow. It was really interesting. So this was the end, like the end of the ceremony. Yes. yes. This was the, at the end for sure. Um, after I had released, uh, you know, I did my water trauma yeah. stuff. We worked through our, um, you know, differences and, uh, and then I had to cry and yeah. I saw the whole universe also. Oh yeah. Yeah. In the sky. But, uh, important fact on that one was, so yes, we were outside, but it was cloudy. So like I could see like one star or two stars mm -hmm. and then she, she would just be laying there like, no, 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 no. I can see the entire universe. Yeah. No like, kidding. Please. Can I have your eyeballs? It was amazing. I mean like this, there were tons of really small stars interwoven with the bigger stars, the yeah. ones that our eyes can normally see. But I was seeing these very small stars and they were um, intertwined with like webs basically. Mm. And they were shimmering and bouncing around. And I mean, it was just amazing. Yeah. So that was after like all the emotional release and processing exactly. and yeah. all of that. So then it got really visual for me after that. Mm. That's when we went upstairs and we started having our uh, fooling around yes so what was interesting though is uh, so a friend of mine i think you were there and i told you about it a friend of mine a few months back had told me like oh sex on mushrooms is amazing and all this stuff and so we got we were in bed and i remember think remembering what she said about that and i was like i don't know though like i'm not really feeling like i didn't feel in the mood really yeah yeah um and I, so I don't know, I almost had to like encourage myself to try it. Yeah. Like, okay, let's, let's figure out what this sex on mushrooms thing is, is about, you know? Yeah. So I really had to almost like talk myself into it. But then, yeah, when we started messing around, we were just like super into each other. Yeah. Know, super in tune. Yeah. You know, we had intercourse and then we did, we had oral sex and like, it was just all like, amazing and the sense was like the sensory was heightened right but then also the i mean because of everything you just walked through i felt like we were at, like the connection was stronger yes and so there was the emotional connection which yeah. we've always and we'll talk about more as far as how the physical aspects of sex is yes pleasurable amazing awesome but it's really the connection that we have outside of sex that makes our sex so amazing yeah but so yeah, I mean, and and then you like, we are we're both very sexual, and so you know that's been a part big part of our relationship. Um, and there's times like when I'm on MDMA, there's a lot of times where I just I have this urge to please her, and and it's like a deep desire because it opens my heart, and I'm like, oh, I just I want to please my woman. And the roles were kind of reversed mm -hmm. where on mushrooms, it was like, obviously I still wanted that, but, but you like kind of locked into this. I just want to please my queen, my King. Yes. I kept, I called him King a lot. Yeah. You're like, can I do this to you, sir? And I'm like, yeah, damn right. You can, <laughs> you know, I was like, I want to please my King, but I just couldn't get yeah. that out of my head. I was like, I just got to please my King. Mm -hmm. like, it was very much, I didn't personally feel a lot of pleasure as far as like, physical pleasure yeah. in that moment um but it was like the emotional pleasure mm -hmm. for me and with sex yeah. Mushrooms, yeah 
It was both for me. It it felt great. It's not like so. it felt bad. But like I didn't, <laughs> you know, when I am not on mushrooms, I feel like that area, like my vagina is like more heightened and I it didn't really feel a lot, mm, a lot yeah. there. Yeah. I just felt more of the emotional yeah, yeah. pleasure in that moment. Yep. So if you haven't tried, it doesn't have to be part of every hero's journey ceremony of the couple, but if you haven't tried it, I'd highly recommend sex on mushrooms. Um, Cause I would have to say that was one of my high points as well. Um, now I think we've touched on some of the low points in the sense of, you know, your body not feeling great. And then just the, the things coming up that you had to process, et cetera. Um, was there any other low points? Like for me, by far, the, the low point, which again, it, I say low point loosely just because I, I, I lump that in with people saying they had a bad trip mm. because the low point is, excuse me, um, good came of it, you yeah. know? And so I don't, I personally don't feel like bad trips or low points within a, a journey is necessarily a negative thing. It's just like our negative emotions. They're not bad things. They're just there for us to be able to process and actually grow from. And so, um, but by far, like the lowest point of my process, my journey was really like I, when, when I heard that from her, where it was like, yeah, plant medicine's not my thing. I'm doing yoga. All of a sudden I got locked into this thought of like, oh no, is this not my queen? Or are we mismatched? Are we misaligned? Should I, did I make a mistake? You know, did I not trust my intuition? And I kind of like locked into that whole thing, which is where I need to kind of pull back and be alone and navigate those waters. And then it really, to me, even more deeply anchored my commitment to us and to you, because once I was able to navigate through that and be like, okay, what if she never does plant medicine again? is she still my queen? Are we still aligned? You know, what is it that I love about her and that she loves about me? And, you know, and, and it brought me back to all of our moments in, of connection and conversation and our overall dreams and our lens on parenting. Like there's so much more to it. I was just so dead set on the one thing and it's a, and it's a big thing for me. Yes. Right. Um, but it was definitely like, I, I have not felt that devastated in a long time and so that what I would say is probably one of my lowest points, um, you know, throughout the whole afternoon slash evening. Um, was there anything else for you that was kind of considered a low point? I really, as I alluded to before, I mean, my body was just in a lot of pain. So that was, that was hard for me. Yeah. And to what you said, it, it was my first time and I leading up to it, my body, I was tensing my body a lot. And you even said while we were on mushrooms that, you know, that like that book, The Body Keeps Score, yeah. right? So my body was physically tensing before yeah. I took the mushrooms. And so, and because I was resisting so much during my journey, like resisting going deep, my body was carrying that tension. Yeah. And so it was just amplified because I actually am, my senses are can be very heightened in general. Yeah. Like I'm very... I'm very much like um, sensory stuff can can really get to me. Mm -hmm. And so the mushroom just amplified that. And that was, I really think, a lot of the reason that my body hurt. So in hindsight, I think, you know, the next time I do it, which 
I do plan to do it again. Yay! Ta-da! <laughs> in that moment, it, that was when I was resisting it, right? Yeah. And I yeah. was in pain, and you know, but to what you said, like, not a lot of like you need discomfort and pain and hard things in your life to get you to get you to the next level. Yeah. So for me, I needed to feel that. You know, it wasn't a bad trip. It yeah. was it was still what needed to happen for me to get to that next level. So Yeah. Yes, it was hard, but it doesn't mean it was bad. How would you how do you feel like it impacted our relationship? Well, I would say I mean I was just it was great first and foremost to just do something with you that means so much to you. Mm. Like yeah. just experience that with you yeah. and see like, what is, what is all this fuss about, you know? <laughs> and, uh, so like I said, you know, it was hard, but I, I'm glad I did it with you because now I understand more about it. Right. And, yeah. and understand why you're passionate about it. And so that was probably the biggest takeaway. And then I would, you know, obviously the sex life, I, I really think it took it to the next level Yeah. by experiencing sex on mushrooms. Yeah. Um, Especially for me, like wanting to please you uh, so much, like I think that kind of. I'm gonna start. You you do say that you like spaghetti with mushrooms. Um, like isn't that one of your favorite? It's one of my favorite meals. Meat and mushroom sauce. So, if I'm ever uh, feeling lack in the sex department, I'll just (laughs) sprinkle some (laughs) special mushrooms. No, I won't do that. I don't recommend it, and uh, it'll come back to bite you. Um. Anything else? I would say I alluded to this a little bit earlier, but I feel like, at least for me, it really heightened my desire to do more with you as far as sharing our experiences, yeah. um, things that that have really helped us through our relationship, um, having a healthier relationship than both of us did in our previous uh, marriages, and just sharing that with the world of like, how we're doing this obviously we're not perfect you know what? But, <laughs> but just sharing what we have learned and what what does work for us and because we do have a, a very healthy relationship compared at least compared to like i said what we had before um so sh- wanting to share that with the world and then just even do, so in that sense doing more in regards to business too yeah. like yeah. having a business together yeah, that that oh, I guess we didn't really touch on that much, but that did come up as part of the journey as well. Yeah, was kind of dreaming about what would that look like, mm-hmm. and with we have very I think there are some very different strengths that we have, but I mean she also works for a baby food company and does marketing, and you know I also have a marketing agency that I take on clients with on top of doing the the coaching, and so. Um, we just kind of see some of our individual strengths together can make a really dynamic uh, business, but that's still in conversation. We will keep you posted as things develop and roll out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it definitely fueled the desire for that for sure. Yeah. Um, how, cause I'm on big on inner king, inner queen, work right em- yes. embracing that strength that we each individually carry how would you say that the journey helped you connect to your inner queen i would say for me like just amplifying things that i've already known and things that i that i have been working on but amplifying this um 
this feeling inside of like I can do hard things. Yeah. I can I can have discomfort and know that, you know, that's only temporary. I'm not always going to feel discomfort, but trying to stay present, trying to work through the the discomfort and see the good in it. Um that came up a lot for sure, especially yeah. well after, you know, my takeaway. Yeah. And then um I would say as I mentioned in the sex part like feeling this desire to please you mm-hmm. as my king. Yeah. I, that was just more amplified and I really think that I've I've leaned into that more of like really wanting to please please you not only sexually but just like in general like please you. Yeah. Um as my my partner. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. I'm I'm reaping the benefits, I would definitely say. Um, for me, as far as it connecting to my, my inner king, I think what was really, and I've done this for other people in, other, in different ways and formats, but to me, and, and one of the reasons why I wanted to do it was um, because just, holding that space for you was um to me it, it amplified that part of my inner king yeah. right as far as structuring the ceremony and and just overall holding that space for you um i don't i don't know of a way to describe it except for it It, it drew out a part of my strength that I don't think I adequately or fully connected to. And I'm still connecting to, right? But to have kind of my queen there and in that ceremonial, semi-chaotic structure where things are not as they seem, to be able to be working with the plant medicine but still hold space for you, um, it's, it's fueled that kind of passion and desire to be able to hold space for other people as well. And to, yeah. for me to know that I can, you know. Um, last question before we do a couple of rapid fires that I do with every guest now, so you now officially have to answer this only the first time, is would you ever recommend it to other couples? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, you're like, oh, you're saying that now, but you weren't saying that in the moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, at least once, right? Like at least, yeah, at least at some point in your relationship, I I would recommend it. And I will say, you know, my experience with uh, or our experiences with MDMA were definitely a lot more pleasurable. Um, my body sure. was not in discomfort um, during that time. And we actually did that fairly early on in our relationship mm-hmm. and that brought us together a lot. So yeah. that's also something I'd recommend um, for couples is MDMA. Yeah. Yeah. But we are not doctors and we understand that there are legal discrepancies depending on where you're listening to this. So you need to obey the law and you know follow whatever guidelines you are you know you need to from a legal standpoint so we're just sharing our experience and what's worked for us and what's impacted our relationship and plant medicine i know that mdma is not plant medicine technically but different variations of medicine slash drugs that are considered illegal now have significantly as you guys know listening to my podcast 
healed my mind, has opened up my heart and my spirit, has been a big contributing factor as to Kristen coming into my life in the first place and is now strengthening our relationship. So I would most definitely recommend it for couples to do um, at least once, as she said. Uh, okay, quick rapid fire. What would you give your 20, what advice would you give your 20 year old self? Uh, stop looking for external validation. Ooh, I did ooh. that for a long time with my codependent behavior patterns that I picked up. I was always seeking external validation. And now she doesn't give a shit what I say. So no, <laughs> I'm, still, I'm, I'm still in recovery, <laughs> but yeah, it's still a daily practice, yeah, but it is. I'm a lot better at it now. Um, if you could put a message on a billboard that 1 billion people would see, what would it say? Love yourself so you can trust yourself. Ooh. Profound, right? Damn. It's, it's like simple yet deeply profound at the same time. Um, and lastly, where can people find you currently? I know that we have some things in the works, but yeah. if they want to find you, like what do you do? What are you up to? How can they track you down? Yeah, as he mentioned, I work in marketing uh, for a baby food company right now, but my real, really my big passion is bringing people together um, in community. And so I love to host events. Um, I put put on some of my own events and then I also help other people in the community with their events. Uh, so you can find me at TX Wellness Events on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and yeah. That's, that's short for Texas Wellness Events yes. in case you TX don't know it. Wellness Events for Texas Wellness Events. I think that's it, baby. All right. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, you know you're coming back, obviously. <laughs> yeah, we can talk on talk about some other topics. Yeah. Yeah, sure. we, we can dive deeper into a lot of different things and yeah. just to incorporate our story, but as you guys all know, I am a huge proponent of working with different variations of medicine that enhance and improve your life and at, it's not that I've kept her hidden from you, but it, the, the timing was right after doing our king and queen journey to come on and kind of share our story and for me to introduce her to you all. And I'm sure as you even just listening to today's episode can can gather, she has uh, so much depth and is willing to lean into the things that a lot of people lean away from and run from and is one of the many, many, many reasons why I love her. So I will continue to brag on her probably have her back on every now and then to give it, you know, if you didn't listen to the previous episode where we're trying to bring in the feminine voice more and more to multifaceted masculinity, because it's important not just for guys to talk about what's good for guys, but also to hear from that feminine, how we impact and affect them in different ways. And I think you can pick that up from this kind of a conversation as well as other guests that we'll be having. Um, so if you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe so that you can catch future guests that are coming up. We've got some really fun ones lined up for you. And as always, please feel free to either shoot me an email or leave a review. I read every single one of them. I want this podcast to be a conversation and a dialogue. It's not just a one-way monologue. So we want to talk about masculinity. How does it affect us? How can we step into that strength? How do we affect the people around us in a positive way? So until next time, lean into your strength get uncomfortable and see yourself grow.